Hi, everyone, and welcome to the ADSR Inspirations Podcast. My name is James Mallion. I'm your host as I introduce you to inspirational and artful souls from all over the world. I'm deeply interested in music, film, the arts, achieving goals, overcoming struggles, and big ideas. So join me as we uncover some life lessons and knowledge. We're based out of Tokyo, Japan, and we'll be speaking with people from all over the world, ranging from artists, musicians, creatives, leaders, big thinkers, and those who strive to do and be great. Thanks for listening along. Now let's get inspired. Hi, everyone. It's your host, James, back again, and we have a really exciting guest for this week. I'm speaking to Aoki Takamasa, who, for those in the know, is an amazing techno, minimal producer and DJ who's been making music professionally in Japan and Europe for well over 20 years now. So in our talk, we get into some ideas that have helped him during the past 20 years working as a musician, how he's grown both personally and musically through the years, and what living abroad has taught him or can teach all of us. I enjoy all the interviews I've done, but I think this one is pretty unique, and I think you're really going to enjoy it too. So let's get to my interview with Aoki Takamasa. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks again for making the time and talking today. So can you talk a bit about your musical journey through the years? I know you were experimenting with electronic music in the 90s. Can you walk us through a bit of those early years? Were you always interested in music when you were growing up? Uh, I, uh, I stopped making music with the electronic equipment since uh, since around 1997 and eight, when I went to a university, I started working some mm -hmm. other jobs and then saving some money. And then at that time, the, those electronic equipment was so expensive, including computers. So uh, little by little, I spent, I, I, not I spent, I saved some money and then start buying all these equipments. And then luckily I had a, very good friend when I was a high school student. He had a lot of equipment at his home. And then uh, I had a, like a basic knowledge of using sampler or sync sequencer and synthesizer from from his uh, from having uh, spending time with him. And then I learned a lot. I was lucky. Mm. Right. So I guess at this time, were you also listening to a lot of music? Were you listening to electronic music or what was some of your influence at this time? At that time, uh, I really liked the funk music, uh, soul music. And then I think I really loved the groove of this uh, very smooth and sticky groove. That That's my favorite. And then at that time, around the end of 90s, uh, if my memory is, was right, uh, at that time, techno was really hard and really difficult, I mean, strong and really fast. And to be honest, I didn't really like that style. But gradually, around uh, early 2000 I, and end of 90s, I started to explore and finding uh, so-called uh, uh, electronica or minimal techno music mm -hmm. gradually going to uh, less harder and less faster. 
a bit slower and then less sound, more minimal. And I I like that style. And then I I was trying to find my own way through all this electronic electronic music, and then finding my own solution, finding finding my own uh, favorite style. And that that really was my start of of my career, I think. Right. So, you mentioned this was around your university years.、Um, what were you What were you studying at that time? At that time, I was、uh, studying English, and I was、uh, mm-hmm. my university was in Kyoto, and then I learned English at the, it's a foreign language university. So there are many. Other like French,、mm-hmm. uh, some students learning French and Spanish and Chinese, and I was in an English course, and I was learning English right, because right. because I wanted to go out from Japan at that time, because、uh, I didn't really、uh, like the Japanese music scene, and then I wanted to make music for my life, and then I thought that I should learn English to to aim. My future in overseas, so that、uh, I could join this European music, European or maybe overseas music scene, and that that was my dream. Sure, sure, yeah, that makes sense. So, you always had this feeling that you would be doing something with music around this time as well. Then,、um, I guess around your late high school years and into university, you were thinking. Maybe it's possible that I could do music for a career or for a profession.、Mm, yes, yes.、Um, I was in- interested in art, not re- not only English, but art,、uh, especially like contemporary art or photo photography. I was really into it, and then I mean, I had I tried to search my possibility in music, of course, and also art field. And then、uh, I I didn't really focus on only music, but I tried to get a lot of influence and then stimulation from、uh, those art and music and then movies those things and tried to get uh, as many uh, stimulation as possible from from many directions. That was my aim. Hmm.、Mm. So. Around this time, also, were you going to a lot of、uh, shows? Were you going to clubs? Were you、uh, taking in a lot of live music?、Uh, not really, to be honest.、Um, I was kind of otaku, you know. I'm staying at home and then reading books and then searching something. At that time, there there's not much internet going on. End of nineties, and but、uh, mm-hmm. I try to, you know, find those、uh, information as much as possible. So、uh, I was basically I was staying at home and making music. But one of my best friend, his name is Kohei. Now、um, we are having we are running the party together.、Uh, he's my elder friend since twenty years. I met him in、uh, university, and then he kindly、uh, brought me to a club, minimal techno club. And at that time, I as I said, I didn't really like the hard techno, but、uh, he he really showed me a.、Uh, Very minimal and very very、uh, sticky and funky, and but 
not much sound, only like drum and little bass and a bit synthesizer. This, this, I didn't know it. I didn't know at that time this type of music, and I was really shocked. And since then, and that was Humiya Tanaka's DJ set, and another. Another Japanese local Osaka DJ called Yoshiki and Taro and Keita, those three people running a very gentle, minimal techno party. And then I was really shocked. And that was a, like the biggest musical shock I've ever had. And since then, I stopped uh, making uh, all this band music. Before I was, I was in the band and play, playing drums and bass and then uh, over recording and making like a funk music, but I at that time I stopped doing that, mm-hmm. doing that, and then focusing on those minimal music, not much sound, only funky, essential groove, you know, and yeah, that that was the biggest shock I've ever had so far. Right. So I guess you know, like your first take or like you mentioned you were playing instruments and trying to get, you know, more like of a fuller groovy sound mm-hmm. um, and then switching to a more minimal yes. thing. Um, I, at that time, like, were you releasing tracks? Like, were you giving tracks to DJs? Were you actually um, able to play some of these tracks out at clubs? Um, around this early time as well at that time uh, as i said i was a university student and then um, there's no cdr at that time i just copy i made the, my i made my track with the, those analog equipments and then recording recording it to uh to a 15 minutes tape audio tape which you can get at <laughs> yeah. a 100 yen shop uh, at that time 100 yen shop gradually spreading all over Japan. And then they're selling a 15 minutes tape with the 100 yen. So I just bought it as many as possible and then recorded like seven or six minutes track one side, the other side, A, a side and B side. And then I put my email address and then telephone number. And then I place it to uh, like a shop at the university or I just gave it to my friends and when I I was in the art club of university with Kohei, and then I I made music, and then I I made my speakers, and then I put those tapes uh, in front of the speakers, and so that the audience can just took it away and then listen, and then that's the way I I spread I was spreading my music to uh, to uh, many, as many as possible, mm-hmm. and then I was lucky that this one of the tape was uh, taken by a DJ uh, from Kyoto. He's also now quite famous, and then we're working together. His name is Kazuma. And uh, he kindly gave this tape to uh, another quite famous uh, DJ, Mr. DJ Kensei from Tokyo. And then this tape, from this tape, he kindly called me by the telephone, and then he asked me to release my work on his new label, which is a progressive form. And that that really changed my life, and but and right. that's, actually that's the only way I was spreading my music because there was not internet. I mean, it, it, there was internet, but it's difficult to download and uploading audio file because the line was the network is so slow. So I, at that time, that was my only solution to spread spread my music. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, that that's interesting. <laughs> just playing your tapes and people walk by and mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's a cool story. Mm -hmm. So and actually not um, playing, I, I put it at the books bookstore and then people can just take it uh, for free. Mm. Oh wow! Okay, mm. right, right. <laughs> so you started. So this was, I guess, the timing would be around two thousand, maybe something around this time. Ninety-eight and ninety-nine, I think, around that. Around that. Oh, okay. Mm. Right, right. Late nineties. Okay, right. And then that kind of led, like you mentioned, that led to you making your first album. Mm. Um, how how was that how was that all worked out um so you had a conversation you said that uh um you were contacted by telephone and was were you interested in making an album at this time or like did you um like w how did the next sort of procedure go from there mm. uh, i mean to be honest at that time i did i didn't have any idea to release my work from a Japanese label because, uh, uh, you know, this kind of music is mainly uh, in Europe thing. And, and uh, I thought it's much, uh, I thought it, it's more easier to spread my music re releasing from European label compared to releasing from Japanese label because uh, uh, at that time, Japanese label was so closed, not really international. So, uh, and I see some some artists, amazing artists, who released his work, released their work from Japanese label, and stopped in only in Japan, not spreading uh, uh, worldwide, even if they are making amazing music. So, uh, I was really mm. searching my opportunity overseas. But uh, this uh, progressive form founder mr kensei and nick mr nick he really uh he showed me a very nice uh, condition to release my work and then at that time uh it was kind of dream condition to me so uh, I, I i i've been making a lot of sketches so i just sent it to them and then they they really liked it and then they kindly really released my work and then I thought it's Japanese label, so I, I don't, I, I didn't think that this this music goes overseas. But Mr. Kensei had a very good reputation internationally, I think. So he's he really gave me an incredible opportunity to release my works, and then luckily this music go to many uh, fa famous people and then other overseas artists, and then. Yeah, this really changed my life, I think. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So I guess yeah. then after this, like mm -hmm. you you were able to put together the album, it was released, you were kind of gaining some momentum, you know, not only in Japan, overseas. Um, were you starting to get booked for shows and playing clubs at this time too? Mm, yes, I... Uh... In Tokyo, I had uh, I had some shows. At that time, I didn't do DJ. I, I'd be only playing live live set. And then uh, I, I think I, I don't remember. But when I played in Tokyo at uh, I think it was a very small club. Uh, 
some some audience he he and she was uh curating uh like a biennale from istanbul and this lady asked us mm-hmm. to play uh, istanbul biennale like a closing party and then what <laughs> and i couldn't really believe but she really gave me a big opportunity and then yeah we we went there and then played at the inter- international show first time and my career is always like this but when i played at the club or maybe international shows next show uh, i get another offer from next show so one show brings me another show and one bring and one show bring me another show another show this chain reaction happened and that was really a, yeah exciting moment for me i mean and i was so happy people really talked to me after the show and then they really gave me gave me some opportunities so i really i mean understand that music gives me another opportunity my music really take me to wherever i want i'm not wherever i want but wherever i was i didn't even imagine the music really gave me an incredible opportunity so am I my English is okay do you understand what I'm saying is it oh yeah um, yeah yeah of course of course sure yeah. right so thinking thinking about this time too how how was your schedule then like were you how often were you playing shows in this kind of early early stage was it um you know once a month or like a few times a month um you mentioned like you started to do international things were you getting pretty busy at this time too uh, but uh, I, uh, I think i remember it was like twice a month or something like that and uh, and at that time i was working i was doing another job and to to for my to my uh, to pay my rent and stuff so it's not fully mm-hmm. i wasn't really fully musician but gradually uh, i get shows and uh, and uh, some projects to make music and then uh, i moved to paris in 2004 but before 2004 i'm gradually having a, a international booking and then the biggest opportunity was uh, sona i think it was 2000 two or 2003 I, I had i think 2002 i had uh opportunity to play at the sona festival in in, uh, in barcelona and then this live performance after this live performance i get quite many offer from uh, europe and then after 2002 i had another opportunity to play uh, in to- sona 2003 i think with tsujiko noriko at that time i was uh, making music with her she's a japanese singer songwriter who's now who lives in europe and i played music i made music a uh, background music for her and she sang a song her song and we played together at the sona festival and this also we i had uh, quite a good feedback and then this 2002 and 2003 opportunity I had uh, at Sona Festival was like a kind of little explosion. And then this this opportunity really gave me so much uh, 
opportunity, another opportunity. And then I decide to move to Europe uh, in、mm. Paris because I get more opportunity compared to Japan. And you know, Japan is very, it's not a small country, but it's, it, it's,、uh, it's not really, uh, uh, it's island. So if you play too much in Japan, people get bored, starting, starting to get bored. And then if you want to live with music, you have to play a lot in Japan. So, if you play a lot, people get bored much faster, quickly. So,、uh, I was lucky. I get, I get international feedback after this Sona festival. So, yeah, that was really lucky to me. Right, right. So, do you, do you remember, let's say, do you remember the moment when you kind of thought, like you mentioned, you were working another job at first to kind of pay the bills? Uh, do you remember the moment when you thought, okay, I can, I can do music, I can be a professional musician, I can quit my other job, and I think that I can、uh, do this as a career?、Mm, you know, to be honest, even now, I, my,、uh, it's not stable. <laughs> it's, like a, it's really like a bicycle,、mm. right? Bicycle powered airplane, do you know what I mean? You, you really have to, like this, even、yeah. now, even now, it's, it's so <laughs> difficult. I mean, yeah. people yeah. know my name much better than before, but still,、yeah. living as a musician is quite difficult. And then, but、uh, yeah, I remember、um, after I moved to Europe, I,、uh, the fee I get is really different from compared to Japan, Japanese show. Uh, in, especially in France, they really support artists. And、uh, one show gave me, a, like, a, I don't know, so, so much money compared to Japan, you know. So that really helped、mm. me so much. So if I, I was staying in, in,、uh, in Japan at that time, I think it was difficult to focus only in, on music. And, but.、Uh, And you know, I'm, I'm Asian, I'm Japanese. So, I, in a way, I, I, I was a bit unique living in France and making music. One Asian guy living,、uh, living, in, Jap-、uh, living in France and making music. I was kind of rare man. So, this rare situation, I think, gave me more opportunities to perform. So, I, in a way, I was lucky again. I could live as a musician after I moved to、mm. uh, France. Right,、mm. right.、Um, you know, like it, seems like it seems like a big jump, you know, for a lot of people to think about whether, you know, it's、um, a Japanese person going over to Europe or, you know, like a European person coming over to Japan to try to make a living.、Um, can you talk a little bit about, like, did you have? Some plan, you know, you would think, oh, I'm going to try this for one year or I'll just go and see how, see how it goes. Or what, what were you thinking when you first went over there? And were things kind of going smoothly or were there a few、uh, problems along the way?、Um, I, I think I was a bit easygoing and then. I didn't really think about future very much. I was only focusing on now, today, what I do today, and then this next show, only focusing on next show. And then, this, as I said, this one show really brings me another opportunity. So, this, this chain reaction really k e e p my life going. So,、uh, yeah, only、uh, I, 
I, I didn't really think about further future, not, not far future. I didn't really think that way. Only just focusing on now, focusing on next show, and then next show gives me another show. So this kind of、uh, focusing on now mentality is keep just going until,、uh, since then until now, and nothing really changed. Right.、Mm. So、right. that's why I said it's like a bicycle powered airplane. I'm, I'm just flying very low,、yeah. sometimes a bit high, and it depends, but I'm still keep going、yep. like bicycle. <laughs> right.、Mm. Right, 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 right. I guess、um, part of the story that I read is you know, you went over there a little bit,、uh, like you mentioned, to work with、uh, Tsujiko Noriko, and、uh, you, you were making the album,、uh, the album 28. And then、um, you eventually released that album. And、yes. uh, were, were you guys kind of playing together while you were over there as well?、Uh, yes, I had some shows.、Uh, I mean, Tsujiko is very、uh, well known. Before I、uh, work, start working with her, she was well known in Europe already, releasing her work from Migo. And then she, still, still, she gets really good feedback. I mean, not feedback, but、uh, reputation. And then. Luckily, I knew、mm-hmm. her since she, she's also from Osaka. So, luckily, I knew her quite long,、mm-hmm. long before. And then when I moved to Paris, she was also living in Paris and we had common friends. So, we, naturally, we start working together. And then,、uh, yeah, luckily, I, we had a chance to release our sketches and album from、uh, British label Fat Cat from Brighton. And this、uh, release, Gives us, gave us another opportunity to perform together. And yes, this, this really also was、uh, another big stimulation for our life.、Mm-hmm. I suppose, you know, like going to Paris, they don't, you had studied English.、Um, mm. was, it, was it hard, like in terms of your life outside of the music? Was it hard, like living and fitting in? or Were you just,、uh, you know, like you said, taking it as it comes and meeting a lot of people?、Um, were there a few things that were、um, challenges in your life at this time, or was it,、um, was it all going pretty well? I mean,、uh, of course, moving to、uh, France was a huge chance, I mean, huge challenge to me. And then, but luckily, I had some friends from university who learned French and then moved to France, living in Paris. I had some friends. And then these men and these friends really gave me a, a huge help. And then, luckily, I had a girlfriend in, in, in Paris at that time. So she, she was the biggest help. She really, without her, I couldn't really live there. I couldn't really spend time in Paris. And then I really thank、mm. her so much. Still, she, still her help her, was a big fundamental structure、uh, to start my career in Europe. And then, you know, as you know, Paris is very、uh, melting pot spot. So many.、Uh, People, so many people from so many countries and so many languages on the street. So I, could, I didn't really feel uncomfortable living in Paris because even you are walking on the street, you hear a lot of different languages. So I was really、uh, 
comfortable living in totally different uh, situation. And at, at that time, I really could live as an alien. I don't understand anything and I don't read anything. And I could just focus on my imagination and just get everything as a stimulation. What you see, what you hear, what you eat, what you smell, totally different from Japan. So this alien, alien kind of, uh, it's like living in a different planet. So uh, this mm. situation uh, gave me so much focus on. It was it was huge training for me to get to to get focus on what I do. Uh, this helped me a lot. Yes, but uh, living in living in France as a Japanese is also difficult. But I, as I said, I, I could do it because of my friends, because of my girlfriend, because of my other yeah. uh, senpai musicians, elder musicians. They helped me so yeah. much. I was really lucky. Mm, right. Right. Yeah. Um, those are some interesting points. And I think, you know, like for myself, um, coming to Japan and like I've lived in Korea before too, mm. um, like you mentioned, you know, sometimes when you're first there too and if you can't understand the writing and the language it's just everything is yeah really alien to you yes. um, I, I'm curious too um, so you you were mentioning a little bit how, if you think back now like mm. are you able to kind of say like how how that experience may have um, may have influenced or affected your music or like your attitude or some of your world views mm, yes yes because you know as you know japan is so closed country information wise and then culture wise it's really closed and then this closed situation gives us a very unique result but at the same time including me many of japanese have very close-minded and very limited mm. way of thinking and, and I, I felt that a lot. I felt after I moved to move out from Japan, I, I really knew that I was in. A, uh, I, I was trapped in the mind, trapped in my matrix, Japanese matrix. Mm. And yeah. And then um, I this. This stimulation you get is so big, so immersive, immersive. Everything really changed mm. the way I think and the the way I perceive things, and the the way I talk to somebody, the way I treat somebody. It, everything everything changed, and that was huge opportunity. So I really recommend other humans every other humans to go out yeah and yeah. spend somewhere you don't understand anything <laughs> and then right get alien point of view <laughs> this yep. this yeah, experience I, I think brought humans more uh open-minded and uh, you more calm mind more like i don't know 
uh, easier way of thinking. If you're able to think back now too, how do you think that maybe that time affected you musically? And do you think it would have been a huge difference if you had stayed in Japan, how you would have progressed musically as well? Mm. Yes. Um, I mean, um, to be honest, I didn't really listen to the music uh, uh, at that time. I was more uh, getting inspired from other things like art and Formula One car or, or like a car design or those space industry or those industrial design. I get and I try to get influence from these things, not 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 music, because uh, when I was in living in Japan, I didn't really like Japanese music. And I, you know, there's no internet at that time. So I couldn't really get uh, good music. I didn't couldn't really find good music. I mean, I, my friend taught me some of them, but I couldn't really find it myself. So uh, at that time, I was more closed. And then I was more focusing on my own world. And I didn't know music, but I made music. That that was kind of my situation. So that's why I think I could build my really unique, in a way, strange world by my own imagination. So uh, uh, before I moved to Paris, my music was more strange, more more like a unique animal living in a isolated island do you know what i mean so and so uh but after i moved to europe uh especially in paris there are so many music and art going on even on even on the street and they even have a like a musical day fetla music which is maybe in Europe, all 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 of the city has this kind of festival. But uh, in a, is it Equinox Day? They have a music day. Mm. All day they play music everywhere in the city, and to me that was very very special, very very unique experience. And then this this kind of uh, unique experience, which which is never experienced when I was in Japan really gave me uh, a lot of, mm. I don't know, opportunity to make myself opened. And then, then gradually I get many uh, influence from music. But before I didn't get music uh, influence from music, I get more, as I said, other things I get uh, influence from. But this, yes, uh, living in Europe situation gave me more opportunity to listen to music and learning about music. I was ignorant. I was just making music, but ignorance. Um, and it, mm. I, I feel a little embarrassing from now, from now point of view, if I see, look look it back. But it's okay. I, I could. I think I could. I could build my own crazy world, unique world. And that that unique world, I think, helped me so much to to spread my music and not spread, but to to make my music more unique. And this uniqueness maybe gave me more opportunity to perform. So I was really lucky again. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. So um, I guess during this time, 
did you so you were starting to go to more festivals yourself as a fan or were you going to shows and did you have some favorite artists that you would follow um at that time as well mm, you know at that time i was more still i was really closed and i think i'm i'm not really a good guy i was more like closed crazy uh, strange otaku guy so uh to be honest yeah. i didn't really go out for listening to the music i only listen to the music when i play when i perform i was invited to some festival mm. i look around the festival and then you know listening to other artists play but i didn't really go to check other musicians play when i was living in paris or living in berlin i was basically i was staying at home and exploring my own world and searching searching about world politics or conspiracy theories or those things and <laughs> uh, and uh or maybe more like uh you know spiritual i was more into a spiritual world so i was researching about those spiritual knowledge or spiritual way of thinking uh, compared to listening mm. to other people's music so uh because i wanted to make myself more more unique more crazy more strange so and i knew that closed situation make artists more strange from my experience so i, I thought maybe i should do mm. this i know it's strange i know it sounds crazy but maybe closed musician could be survive in this way to make make myself more strange and more unique mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe sounds a bit crazy. Right. This is how yeah, that, that does. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. In in one sense, it sounds crazy, but in another sense, um, it sounds like the perfect thing because you know you're not being influenced a lot by what you hear. You're not kind of changing your sound to match some of your favorite artists or mm -hmm. you know someone that's maybe. Um, you know, following trends or doing something like this, mm. like you kind of say, you're in your own world. You want your own unique kind of sound, mm. and uh, I, th I think, yeah, if you think about it that way, uh, that and, does make a lot of sense. But I get, I get really big influence from the artist called SND uh, from Sheffield. They actually they they've done what I really wanted to do. They only minimal structure and very le uh, few musical influence, not influence, musical uh, expression. And it's noise, but mm. it's not noise, and all mixed up, but very simple in a way, funky minimal groove they've been creating. And then I think to me, their music is uh, biggest influence for me. For me and then mm. i could really thought that uh, if i can create this unique form of music i i thought i could survive as a musician and that's what they've done that and i get so much positive uh, influence from from their music snd so I didn't really mm. go for their show, but I met them at the university. I met them at uh, at the festival, so I now I have quite good relationship with them. I, I talk to them. I, I still keep in touch with them, but at that time they were the biggest shock to me, and mm, that was really 
special to me to to meet their music to meet them as a person right yeah it seems like you you've had a few of those kind of along your career where you know something kind of gives you a big shock and then like you said uh you kind of go from there or it kind of changes how you perceive something yes um I guess so you started off in Paris and then um you made a move from Paris to Berlin mm. um how I'm curious like how that how you like did you kind of always have an idea to go to Berlin as well or was that kind of a natural move from France to Germany um were you kind of going back and forth or what what was what was the move to Berlin like I think it was kind of natural uh process to move to Berlin and then uh, in Paris I enjoy so much but uh, it's kind of personal uh reason but uh uh it it, mm. it was a bit difficult to extend my visa at that time in in France and then I was having trouble mm. if I should go back to Japan or stay in Japan, uh, stay in Berlin, uh, Europe and then luckily I had an uh, offer from Mr. Sakamoto, Ryuichi Sakamoto-san. He he said uh, he uh, he has he has a he had an apartment which is not using in Berlin and he kindly asked me to why, why don't you use that place and then oh really and I <laughs> okay then and that's that's kind of you know rare opportunity. So I I yeah. just accept his offer kind of from 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 my heart thank them thank him and then uh, visa problem solved because compared to paris it's it was much easier to get the artist visa in in berlin at that time so after mm. i moved to berlin this visa problem solved and then uh, i get another opportunity to live in a different different planet another planet another language another language place and my another alien life starts from there mm. right <laughs> yeah that's that's a cool story um did did you have uh, a bit of a relationship with uh, sakamoto san had you um done some work together with him before uh yes i uh my friend uh, another elder friend musician not friend but my i just respect him so much but yoshihiro hanno He's also he was also living in Paris and he had good connection with Mr. Sakamoto very much since since I don't know, quite a long time and then he kindly uh introduced me to Sakamoto-san and then since then I had the contact with uh, Mr. Sakamoto and uh he uh he asked me to remix some of his works and then I had chance opportunity to meet him at the festival through Mr. Hanno and since then we had a quite good relationship and then uh yes uh this really gave me another chance to uh live at his apartment luckily and right i could release my work from his label he just started the new label and then he kindly asked me to release my work from there and yes in a way natural process to yes know with him Mm. Mm. Right. So this this time in Germany, um 
Can you compare it to your time in France? Like, would you say it's similar? Um, what, what were the differences when you were in terms of, I guess, um, artistically, I guess, as well as personally, um, mm. do, do you kind of see, see them as one thing or do you see the time in Germany as a bit of a shift as well? Uh, I was a bit shift, uh, as you know, mm. you know, Berlin is a center of techno music, dance music and party culture. And then before, I, mm. as I said, I was more otaku I, I, when I was in France. And, you know, France is kind of, they support otaku culture. So <laughs> I could live as otaku e much easier living in France. But, uh, and then, and when I was in Paris, I, I, as I said, I didn't really go out to the club. I was more staying at home and then visiting galleries and, and museum mainly. But uh, after I moved to Berlin, I, I start going to clubs. I start going to parties, and um, I start going out for I don't know all night. <laughs> Before I didn't do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> but this yeah. this experience really gave me another another shift, another perspective, and uh, about music, and I get. Uh, naturally, my music gets more minimal and more dance music oriented and mm. less otaku kind of uh, geek, less geek <laughs> influence. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right, right, right. And then now I'm really happy about getting this uh, opportunity, uh, getting this influence. I'm really happy about that. I think my mind gets more open mm. to Right, right. Mm -hmm. Did you kind of have um, some more like ideas or the feeling that, okay, I want to make some music that's going to be played at some of these clubs. I, I want to be, you know, I want to see some people maybe dancing to some of this um, instead of just more the in your head or the otaku kind of feeling. <laughs> right, right. Before when I was playing, uh, when I play, when I was playing live and when I didn't know about dance music, I was more into egoism, you know, just show, showing what I do and then just make people surprised with, with a very strong sound. And then I was satisfied mm. as, a, as a, you know, egoistic uh, result, you know. But compared to this, compared to dance music, dance music is more like less egoistic to me. I, I felt like less egoistic and less show do you know what i mean live is more like show it's showing mm. off showing off what i do but yeah dance music is more like communication between musician and audience and less egoism uh, this is this is my point of view but and i very comfortable with this less egoism situation and then before I was doing live, uh, when I was doing live performance mainly, I get kind of like isolated in the, in the party. You know, other DJs they do back to back after their after their time. They do back to back and then having fun together. But uh, as a live performance artist, I couldn't really join back to back. I just watching the you yeah. know <laughs> having fun, look looking nice. But I was just watching them, uh, envy them. You know. I wanted to join, but and then my feeling starting to change, 
And then I, uh, my Kohei, my friend,、uh, he asked me, why don't you play DJ? And then well, it would be nice. And then gradually I, st- I started to learning about DJing. And yes, this really changed、right. my life again.、Uh, my, uh, my mind is more or less egoistic, I think. I'm trying to be as egoistic as possible, but I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm still on the way. But I think compared to, <laughs> compared, <laughs> compared to before, I'm, I think, less egoistic. And then this, this, make, make me more, this made me more relief, more easygoing, more, less stress,、uh, less competition, <laughs> which is very nice. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.、Mm. So、um, it was around this time, I guess, then you must have started like buying records and collecting records and getting into that side of it as well. Yes. Gradually. But、uh, um, when, I, when I was living in actually Berlin, I didn't, I've only, I, was, I didn't really buy vinyls because I, I didn't want to、uh, carry my,、uh, I, I didn't want to.、Uh, Increase my stuff, but do you know what I mean in English? I don't know in English. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. I, I want yeah. to keep my stuff less and less, minimal, as minimal as possible because I might be moving、yeah. out somewhere. And so I, I start to collecting vinyls since after I moved to Japan after ni-、uh, 2011.、Mm-hmm. And then、mm-hmm. since then, I start to buying vinyls and collecting some other equipment. Right. Right, right, right. So, yeah, it seems like you kind of kept growing, progressing,、um, you know, getting more into the music yourself this time in Germany.、Um, I'm kind of curious then, like, what, what sort of led you? You just mentioned, you know, going back to Japan in 2011.、Uh, what sort of led you then back to Japan? And,、um, you know, do you feel like you could have stayed in Europe or、um, was it sort of. Your time to kind of go back. What was,、uh, what was the process of finally going back after, I guess, like seven years, right? Yes. I mean, when I moved out from Japan, to be honest, I, hate, I hated Japanese culture. I hated the Japanese situation because,、uh, because I, was, I didn't know, I think. Because I didn't know about Japan, it's too normal for me. The surrounding around me,、mm. Japanese culture is too normal. So I didn't understand how unique it is. And how unique we are. But after I moved to Europe and then lived, lived there for some, some, some years, gradually,、uh, before I was really Euro- Europeanized, before I go out from Japan, I was more European in European mind in Japan. But after I moved to Europe, you know, the furniture around me getting a bit Asian, more European, more Japanese compared to European furniture.、Yeah. And I start to、uh, eating Japanese food every day, cooking Japanese food, and you know, drinking Japanese tea more before, before when I was in Japan. So gradually, I felt I'm Japanese. Do, do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm living in Europe,、yeah. but、I'm, I feel more Japanese. And then, you know, I miss so many things about Japan, like onsen and like、mm. food. And the way we communicate with other people. And then, and 
I, I, I've never had homesick before, but ending of, of Berlin era, uh, I get so much homesick. And, uh, and mm. then Fukushima happened. And, and uh, to be honest, I couldn't really enjoy myself having party every week, living in Berlin, but my hometown or my home country, Japan, having difficult time and my friends and parents living in a crazy situation in Japan. So I, I was really stressed living in Europe, knowing crazy mm. things happening in Japan. And I, I was really stressed at that time because of this situation. Then I, I was thinking more about Japan and living in Berlin well, while I'm living in Berlin. And mm. this really led me to going back to Japan. And I, I wanted to do something to make Japan more energetic. Uh, I, I wanted to, in Japan. And also I wanted to be an mm. artist who lived in Japan, who lives in Japan, but invited to oversee. Not, not the artist who lives in Europe, uh, invited to Europe, invited to Europe. I always wanted to be a yeah, yeah, more international but more domestic. It's, in a way, it's crazy, but do you know what I mean? Living in Japan, but yeah. wanted to invite it to Europe or other countries, and I, I starting to think think this way, and this maybe this making this situation maybe good uh, gives better uh, influence to Japan or Japanese culture itself. And I wanted to more be, I wanted to be more good effect to Japanese culture. Do you know what I mean? My English is, I don't know if, if it's my English. No, my no, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm. And um, so then I'm curious, like you went back to you went straight back to Osaka then, right? Mm. And there must there must have been uh, a little bit of a reverse shock for you when you're <laughs> first coming back to live to Japan after being in Europe for such mm. a long time, right? Yes, but it, it's like another another alien. I mean, now after seven years of Europe, I knew how special Japan Japanese culture is and then uh, I knew mm. how special we are how unique we are and at the same time how stupid we are how brainwashed we are and how closed we mm. are and but this closed and brainwashed situation makes Japanese more unique so uh, it's it was so funny I mean, it's so in a way funny good way I mean I was so uh, happy come came back to japan so uh, after berlin uh, after i came back from berlin in 2011 i was so happy living in japan and i i i was so into japanese culture again i mm. uh, but now i'm like hybrid hybrid humans i know <laughs> yeah. some of european culture and i'm now i'm more into japanese culture so uh, I, I I feel like I'm more like human being on this planet. I'm, I'm, I, before I was Japanese, but before I was like a Europeanized Japanese, but now I have both sides 
And now I feel like I'm human on this planet. <laughs> and this, this, right. this mindset right. gave me more relief and more less stress, more, more like an interesting uh, feeling about this planet. Do, do you know what I mean? Uh, my English is not really yeah, good. Yeah. Mm. No, no, no. I can understand. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, more of like, more of like an open mind, more of like a world view. Um, yes. like you mentioned before, you know, you, you felt stuck in a certain matrix and then you get yourself into another place. Right. And yeah, I, I can understand. And, mm. you know, like you and said, there's bo- um, both really two- everyone. Should- yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, go on. No, no, no. Sorry. There's both. Yeah, both matrix, Japanese matrix and European matrix. If you if you experience both, you now you know how they brainwashed both both sides. They whole brainwashed this money system, and now now I really see both. So I could live from outside of this matrix. So this this really gave me another right. perspective. Right, right. So then. Um, when you're back in Japan now, um, did you have, I guess, um, like some new plans or some new goals about what you wanted to do, um, Mm. you know, musically and, uh, and for your career at this time then, or did you take, uh, did you take a little bit of time off or did you just immediately start, uh, start doing shows and, uh, start producing? I luckily I I had a good connection between uh, Japanese musical culture music scene uh, when I was living in Europe too. So I just came back and then starting my new career, not new career, just just same career going on, and I yeah. get more opportunity to mm-hmm. work with Japanese artists too, and then European artists both. So I was really lucky too. And then before I came back to Japan, I was more like a competitive. I was more, my mind was more like uh, money system culture. You know, you have to win. You have to be best. You have to <laughs> be, you know, great, you know, as, a, as an artist, musician, more like, more like this. But after I experienced both Matrix, I, I knew this competitive mind is, is the cancer of this planet. And I knew this money system really killing the whole planet right now. And I really know, know this, this money system itself is the cancer of the, of the, of the whole culture, whole civilization on this planet. So, but now, you know, I have to get money, of course, for my living. But before I was more into money system, but now I'm, I have, I have, different way of thinking uh, now i'm making music of course earning money but at the same time i want my music uh exists to stimulate other other people other hum- humans other cultures to destroy this crazy money system so uh, i want my my main goal is living uh, every humans on this planet lives as human not like Japanese, not like mm. French, not like mm. German Germans. Just, just human on this planet, and then get rid of this crazy competition world, controlled by money system, and 
I want to, uh, in English, I don't know in English, co-cancel, I want to, uh, I want to, uh, hang on, can I check English? Uh, hang on. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah hang on. I want to contribute. I want to contribute my what I've what I do, what I've done to to the to the human civilization to to make this planet better place. <laughs> I hope you understand what yep. I mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. It. <laughs> Less, it seems like less about the ego, less about yourself,、mm-hmm. and more just about、um, this idea contributing to this. Everyone is the same in a certain respect, right?、Yes. We're all kind of in the same journey.、Yes. We're all in the same.、Um, instead of, yeah, like you mentioned, instead of, okay, we're Japanese, we're German,、mm-hmm. we're French. No, but really. Um, we all have these same sort of hopes and dreams. And, but I, I think, yeah, you have a unique perspective that maybe some people who haven't had your experiences can't quite see from outside.、Um, you know what I mean?、Mm. Um, their own closed maybe system. So、um, I think that's interesting. And、um, like you mentioned,、um, You obviously you work as a solo artist, but you've had a lot of connections, a lot of relationships with different、uh, different artists, different musicians, people involved in the music industry. And、um, I, I think for a lot of people, this is especially artists, these connections are necessary really、yes. to、uh, make a living. Yes.、Um, so throughout your career, I guess both in Japan and overseas, Uh, you know, you've had a, a lot of collaborations, remixes, writing, producing.、Um, do you have like a few of these that really kind of stand out for you in your career? Some of these、uh, collaborations or certain people、um, or things that have really kind of affected you deeply? Uh, I mean, of course, Tsujiko Noriko, she's, she's one of my biggest、uh, influences. And also,、uh, mm. I respect her mu- music. I, I, I respect her as an artist so much. She gave me、mm. a huge opportunity, too. And another artist, Yoshihiro Hanno, he's, he's my kind of mentor, musical mentor. He taught、mm. me so、mm-hmm. much things. And without him, I'm not here. And another huge influence is、uh, Fumiya Tanaka. He's a techno DJ producer. He also gave me、uh, so much, so much influence. And, and also、uh, Mr. Sakamoto. He, without him, I'm not here too. Because he Gave me a chance to remix his work, and this remix gives me so much opportunity, so many opportunities. And after working with him, so many musicians and so many、uh, people interested in my、uh, activities. So that was that was really, really huge to me. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are big.、Um, you know, you've had, you've had like a long career and you're still going. Like, 
do you sometimes think um, you're you're more into music these days too? Do you sometimes think about some artists that you'd love to get the chance to work with or do collaboration with? Uh, uh, yes, I mean, but uh, I think I'm still a very closed man, and then especially making music. I'm I'm more uh, I'm more otaku. So and then I'm kind of shy yeah. to work with other people. So uh, mm. uh, I, of of course I have a dream to work with other now especially techno musicians. So but mm. there are so many other amazing techno musicians so I cannot really name somebody. But sure. hopefully sure, sure, in the sure. future it would be so nice if, if I can remix some other people's artist music or some collaboration possibilities. If I have, that would be so nice. Right. Mm. Right, right, right. Um, I guess kind of throughout some of these relationships you've made and um, your career, if if you could give some advice to maybe a younger producer, younger DJ, or someone who's kind of looking to make some of these connections, you know, either if they're foreigner coming to Japan or they're Japanese working in Japan or overseas, would you have some advice for someone who's just kind of near the beginning or at the beginning of their career? Sure. I mean, from my experience i only i only can tell my experience but uh just go to the party go to the club or go to the concert and then put your music and then put your contact in a usb just give it to them just just keep give it to them and then i'm sure this i believe if you're a musician music will give you another way this is for sure if you are a painter you just paint your painting will give you another way. So if you're a musician, just just spread your music to everywhere. And uh, the profit will come later, I'm sure. First, you need to con- get communi- communication with others, com- connected with others. And forget about earning money. And this money system mm. will collapse sometime soon. So just forget about the money system. Just spread your music to others with love. This, this is the best way, I think. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, throughout your career, you've had some great opportunities. And like you've mentioned, um, you've been able to get some recognition and build some fans. Um are, are there ways that you kind of um, engage with uh, your fans or your supporters or um, are there ways that you kind of build a community around your music? Um, I don't know. I have many friends in Osaka, music friends. So uh, they are, uh, the, the gap between fan and friend is getting blurred. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? There's no, yeah. there's not much. They're all my friends these days. <laughs> of course, some of some fans which I've never met, but many of fans yeah. they come to my show in Osaka or other cities. They are getting like my friends. For example, I, I just came back from Bali Island this uh, last week, and I, I went there first time, but uh, I met many of my fans. But 
eventually I met after I met them I became friend with them so uh, just just no border with compared to uh, compared to friend and fans just gradually is fading out from from mm. you know money system point of view fan and friends are different maybe but if, if you forget about the money system and if you forget about promotion you're promoting yourself everybody's friend so now I I see things from this point of view right right <laughs> yeah I guess in terms of um especially these days you know versus when you initially started out um mm. it's so much easier Mm. for anyone around the world just to maybe listen to your music or contact you or you know see what's going on versus you know when you started with just the tapes mm. um, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm I'm kind of curious like do you sometimes think about um, the future like ideas future of uh, where electronic music might go or um, you know where you might uh, want to take your music in the future? Mm. 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 I, I want to believe that uh, this minimal dance music spread more all over the world. And this minimal dance music has no meaning, no, no messages. Just the tension, this positive tension. I hope this mm. spread more on this planet, and this music make more people less stressed and le more open-minded, and yeah, stimulate this. This mu music stimulate humans more, and then I hope humans more human becomes more less stressed and more open-minded, and this brings our civilization a little bit better situation this this is what i want to do mm. as i said it's, i'm i'm mm. telling you the same thing again and again but this is my final goal and now i have no dream except mm. this i just want to make this civilization a little better and what i can do with the, right. with my with my music and with my photography i've been, i've been only thinking about this so I just, I just want peace. I just want, I just want uh, this uh, crazy money system collapse, and then I hope human can live without the money system. And simply, simply, this is my dream. <laughs> I want, I want to contribute everything mm, what mm. I did, I do, to 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 this. This is my dream now. Right. 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 Yeah. And I think, you know, one of your points is without necessarily thinking about how can this be monetized, but you're kind of more in it for, you know, the love of it and just for the overall good mm. of it rather than just, like you said, the ego and the self-promotion. Mm. Yeah. I think that's, that's a key point to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I got yeah I got I got to thank you for the talk today. Um, just got a few more a few more for you. Thank you. Um, if that's cool, like so, do you have? I I know you're you're super busy. You're doing a lot of touring um, constantly. Do you have uh, do you have some upcoming projects? Do you have some uh, events coming up where people can 
come check out what you're doing. I know you also, you, we didn't get into the photography, but I know you're, um, that's a big part of your life as well. The photography, um, and you sometimes, you know, put that on display as well. Do you have, uh, some upcoming projects or events that people can check? Yes. Uh, um, I'm running my party with my friend Kohei called Monza, which is the name of the city. But for us, it's the name of the circuit in Italy. Uh, and Formula One circuit, actually. Uh, I took uh, our, I took this name, Monza, from, from this Formula One circuit. But we, we are having a party uh, in April 14th in, uh, in, at, at uh, Tokyo Circus and 15th in Osaka Circus. We invited artists called a guy called Gerald, and he's going to show us a three hour his live set so and with hardware lots of hardware nice so if you have uh if you guys living in uh if you have any free time on 14 14th of uh april in tokyo and 15th in osaka please please come and uh yeah i've been releasing my work on my band camp recently and also, uh, I'm uploading mm-hmm. my DJ mix and some some of my new works on a so- a SoundCloud too. So if you have a chance, please check. And uh, I'm also planning to release my uh, experimental music and uh, not not experimental music. Sorry. Now I'm I made music for a contemporary dancer called Hiroaki Umeda, and I'm. I'm thinking about releasing mm-hmm. this this music on my Bandcamp sometime soon, so please check and uh, maybe that's all. And then also, I've been I've been posting my photos on my Instagram and Tumblr, so if you have chance, please nice. check. Nice, nice for sure. Um, yeah, we'll put the links to that uh, on our website too. Uh, yeah, I got to thank you for this. So I've got two questions that uh, I ask at the end uh, to every guest. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, if you've got a little more time, two final questions, if that's cool with you. Sure. So um, they're, a, they're a little bit deep, but uh, as this is called the Inspirations podcast, uh, they're related to that. So the first question is... Uh, what are three things or three people? And you kind of talked about this before. So what are three things or three people that have really inspired you in your work or in your life? Three things or uh, three people that have given you inspiration. Nikola Tesla and Formula One car and the law of universe. Nice. <laughs> this nice. is my biggest influence so far. Right. Do you, do you want to explain a little bit about any of those? Uh, sure. Uh, Nikola Tesla is, is for sure, that he creates everything around, around us. Even this communication is possible because of him. And uh, I'm sure he's one of the smartest human beings on this planet. And I hope, I really hope that he becomes more famous. I hope really that his, what he was thinking becomes more popular and becomes more normal for human beings. This will really change our life. And I really want to make this happen. And uh, for every humans on this planet, this affects positive, I believe. So uh, this is my uh, huge uh, goal 
which I'm aiming. That's why I named, uh, put his name at first. And the Formula One, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, showing, it's showing this crazy money system. It's like a pure a crystal of this money system, you know, competition and technology and, uh, you know, burning fuels. This is really, uh, even, you know, they, it's, it's like a war without killing humans. And mm. this really shows us a form of money system. It looks beautiful, but it looks savage at the same time. And this is really a money system. So uh, I really love that. And I, le- I really hate that at the same time. I, I have mixed mixed feelings. But I simply, I love the sound. I love the sound of engine. This, especially V10, mm. which is incredible uh, I, I if you if you haven't heard that sound please please check it if you have a sound if you have a chat opportunity <laughs> this is one of my uh, biggest experience i've ever had listening to v10 formula one engine and that really mm. gave me a chance to know that music is everywhere and it's not even music is not only the sound comes out from your speaker it it just it's everywhere, and this this realization changed my life a lot. So I I named Formula One in the second, and uh, mm. of course I want to name a lot of amazing musicians and artists that I get influenced and I have to thank, but mm. at the same time I have to really mention this law of universe is everything, and now many of humans are forgetting about this law of universe we are it's so close to us it's in it's in front of us but we we are so busy for chasing human-made information from tv or for internet or youtube whatever and we are forgetting this crazy beauty of law of nature your law of universe and this mm. this mindset is i mean this mindset means this humans mo- many humans are forgetting forgetting of us law of nature Th- this mindset really uh, making humans crazy right now so uh, mm. we we really sh- should face to face we really should see feel this law of nature law of universe and really have to thank and we, we really uh, uh, research more about love nature and then bring this knowledge to our life we every human being should do this to 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 make the future a little bit better and that's why i said this mm. Mm. i hope you understand what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 perfect yeah those mm-hmm. are those are cool those are three great ones and uh so last question for you then um I guess on the flip side, so then what, what does it mean um, for you to be an inspiration to someone else, whether they listen to your music or they see some of your photography or mm-hmm. some other project you've worked on? What, what does it mean if someone um, sees you as an inspiration? I'm really happy if they took my works as an inspiration 
I mean, simply, simply, I'm really happy. Mm. And as I said uh, before, I was more egoistic. So I just my basic idea was more like I want to be famous. You know, I want to be get more money. I want to、mm. be, you know, special with, from others. But now, I simply,、uh, yeah. I, I simply want to be a, a unique stimulation to make people a little happier. And being unique is maybe the answer. The 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 to to be like that. I mean. To to be a good stimulation or to be a good inspiration to others, and I just want to、um, be less competitive, less competitive, and less egoistic, and better human beings. And I hope this,、mm. I hope this will stimulate or ins- inspire other people, other humans, to be more. Humans on this planet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it mm, works mm. in English, but、uh, mm. it's very、yeah. simple. No, that works. Yeah, yeah.、I'm、happy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of, right. Kind of the the cycle. If you can influence one person, they influence someone else, and、mm. yeah, like you said, it's it's not it's not about the ego. It's、mm. it's not about yourself. It's more、We're、like sonic massage. Sonic massage,、together. maybe. It's more like sonic massage、mm. with my rhythm,、mm. uh, or 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 <laughs> or I I massage with the photography. I don't know, but I just want may I、yeah. just want people to be relaxed and less stress from from listening and watching my works.、Mm. That's my aim. That's my what I'm、mm. wanted to do. Right. Right. <laughs> well. I I, th- I think you're succeeding at least from、yeah. my point of view. You're succeeding with that, so、yeah. I gotta yeah, I gotta thank you.、Um, th- thank you for all、thank、the work you. you're doing. Thank you for coming on and having this chat. Thank you and, very much. And、um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Keep thank you. keep with your amazing music and your photography. If、uh, so, if the people you mentioned a little bit, if the people want to.、Uh, Follow you. You got、uh, you got your Instagram. You got your Tumblr. Yes.、Um, everything is just、uh, AokiTakamasa dot com, I think, and then、yes. uh, Instagram at AokiTakamasa. Cool. Thank you very much. All right, I gotta yeah. Thank you one more time. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, we got we got deep on a lot of things here, and、uh, <laughs> we got to hear a lot of your a lot of your story. And I think that's really interesting to get into. So that was Aoki Takamasa, and this is James Malian with ADSR Inspirations. Until next time, thanks for listening. So that was really great. I really enjoyed that talk. Like I said in my intro, I feel like we just scratched the surface on Aoki's history, his ideas,、uh, his perspectives on music and life. He's a super nice guy and extremely talented musician. Go check out AokiTakamasa.com. Get on his SoundCloud, his Bandcamp, and his Tumblr for his photography. All right, there's another episode in the books from all of us at ADSR Inspirations. Go say hi to us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at ADSR Pod. Until next time, stay inspired. <laughs>